What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another brand new installment of Renegades Reviews, exclusively here as always on the Casa D18 Studios channel. I, of course, am your host, the Renegade JJ Williams. And today we are going to boldly go where no man has gone before. And we are going to begin the Star Trek saga with 1979's Star Trek The Motion Picture, starring William Shatner. Leonard Nimoy, DeForest Kelly, James Doohan, Walter Cohen, Michelle Nichols, George Takai, Persius Kanbada, and Stephen Collins. What's going on, everybody? Thank you for joining me here once again for another brand new installment of Renegades Reviews. And like I said at the top of the show, we are going to boldly go where no man has gone before today. And we are going to begin. 13 days of Star Trek films. We've got the entire original crew. We've got Generations, which mixes together the next gen with some of the original crew. We've got the three films that are just the next gen cast. And then we have the Kelvin timeline, the three newest films from an alternate timeline. So let's get into it here, shall we? Captain's Log, star date 202119.5. It's the 23rd century, and a Starfleet monitoring station known as Epsilon 9 detects an alien entity hidden inside of a massive cloud of energy moving through space towards the planet Earth. The cloud destroys three. Kitanga-class warships belonging to the Klingon Empire and disintegrates the Epsilon-9 when it attempts to investigate the cloud. Back on Earth, the Starship Enterprise is undergoing a major redesign, and its former commanding officer, Captain James T. Kirk, has been promoted to Admiral. Kirk now works in San Francisco as the Chief of Starfleet Operations. Starfleet Command assigns the Enterprise to intercept the cloud entity as the ship is the only one within range, which requires for its new operating systems to be tested in transit. Citing his field experience, Kirk uses his authority to overtake the command of the Enterprise from Captain Willard Decker. And Decker has been overseeing the modifications being made to the Enterprise as its commanding officer, and therefore is angered by Kirk's move. Testing of the Enterprise's operating systems go poorly, and two officers are actually killed by a malfunctioning transporter, including the ship's Vulcan science officer, Sonak. Improperly calibrated engines nearly destroy the ship, and Kirk's unfamiliarity with the Enterprise's new design leads to increasing tensions between him and Decker, who has now been demoted to the first officer. Commander Spock arrives as a replacement science officer and explains that while he was on his home planet undergoing a ritual in order to purge himself of emotion, he felt a consciousness which he believes emanates from the cloud. 
which was making him unable to complete the the ritual because his human half feels an emotional connection to it. The Enterprise is able to intercept the energy cloud and is attacked by an alien vessel within it. A probe then appears on the bridge and attacks Spock and then abducts the navigator, Ilya. And Ilya is then replaced by a robotic replica, which was sent by the entity, which refers to itself as Vigor, in order to study the carbon life forms, humans, on the ship. Decker is distraught over the loss of Ilya because he had a romantic history with her. And Decker becomes troubled as he attempts to extract information from the Ilya doppelganger because it has her memories and feelings buried inside of her. Spock takes an unauthorized spacewalk to the vessel's interior and attempts a Vulcan mind melt with it. And when he does, he learns that Vigor is a non-biological living machine itself. At the center of the massive ship, it is revealed that Vigor is actually the Voyager 6, a 20th century Earth space probe which was believed to be lost within a black hole. The damaged probe was then found by an alien race of living machines that interpreted its programming as instructions to learn all that it can be learned and then return that information to its creator. The machines then upgraded the probe to fulfill its mission, and on its journey, the probe gathered so much knowledge that it achieved sentience. Spock discovers that Vigor lacks the ability to give itself a purpose other than its original mission. And Vigor, having learned what it could on its journey home, finds its existence meaningless. And before it transmits all its information, Vigor insists that the creator come in person to finish the sequence. Everyone then realizes that humans are the creator. And Decker then offers himself to Vigor kind of as a sacrifice. Decker merges with both the Ilya probe and Vigor, creating a new life form which disappears into space. And with the planet Earth saved, Kirk directs the USS Enterprise out to space to begin future missions. Now, a lot of people crap on this film and the odd films in the Star Trek franchise specifically. And I spoke to Jeff a little bit about this off camera because I kind of wanted to get his headspace on it. And what it is that he doesn't like about Star Trek, the motion picture. And I know that he's going to be watching this. So he'll either be commenting along over here during the live stream. Or if he catches it after it airs, 
He'll be leaving his comments down here, as I encourage you guys to. But I'm not going to let what he talked to me about influence my point of view on this film. I personally enjoyed this movie. And maybe it's because I'm not a diehard Star Trek fanatic. You know, I grew up learning the ways of the Force instead. I've always been more Star Wars than Star Trek. I did see the first seven films that I'm going to be covering back in the day. I even owned the VHS copies of one through six. I don't think I ever owned the VHS for generations. I'm not positive, but I know I had Star Trek one through six on VHS at some point back in the day and watched them all a few times over the years as I was growing up. But I think, I think I can be impartial to this film because I didn't grow up obsessed with Star Trek. And I feel like this film is a great introduction to your primary cast, you know, Kirk, Spock, Bones, Uhura, um, Scotty, Chekhov, Sulu. It introduces all of those main characters very well. For those that grew up with the TV series, it reintroduces them and brings them back in a good way. It takes care of Ilya and Decker because you kind of can tell going into this film that they're not going to be around. And it establishes their rapport and brings them all back to the Enterprise in a great way, I feel. You know, the, the scene where Kirk walks onto the bridge and he sees Uhura, Sulu, and Chekhov, and it's a little bit of a reunion. I think that's a really well-done scene. Likewise, the scene where Bones gets you know, beamed up to the ship and he enters the fray and the exchange between him and Kirk, I think is such a great um, dichotomy in their relationship. Something that had already been established in the TV series, something that would be brought back to the forefront as the film series progressed. Personally, I was never even a Kirk guy or a Spock guy. When I watched the movies, I loved Bones. I thought he was hilarious in his snarky, dry, sarcastic humor. And that's very much the style of humor that I possess. And I think that's why I gravitated towards that. And maybe that's what helped shape my sense of humor since I saw these when I was younger. But that dry and witty humor, I just really, really get a kick out of, you know, and then the relationships. The relationship between Kirk and Spock, the relationship between Kirk and Bones, the relationship between Spock and Bones. You know, we don't really get too much into the relationships of Chekhov, Uhura, and Sulu, but they're there, they're prominent, they're featured. You know what their role is to the ship, 
and how they're important. And for a first offering of a film from this franchise, I just feel that it was very well laid out. It set the course, if you will, for what would come in the future installments. I have nothing but positive to say about this film. And for the diehard Star Trek fans out there that crap on the odds, uh, I'm sorry if I'm not crapping on this film that you feel is just that bad. But like I said, I think a lot of it stems from the fact that I never grew up as a Star Trek fanatic. So I can go into this as just your average moviegoer and look at it from a different perspective. And from the perspective that I am looking at this with, I think it's a really well-told origin story. And yes, I realize, like I said, there was a TV series that ran for, what was it, three, four, five years prior to the film series launching. So I get that there was already origin, if you will, out there. But after a decade-long hiatus of the franchise, you almost had to retell an origin story in order to set up the future. And I think they did really well here. As a matter of fact, when it comes to my rating of the film, I am going to give Star Trek The Motion Picture four out of five stars. Like I've said a couple times here already, I just feel like it was a really well told story origin that set things up for the next movie and the movies to come after. Like I said, we have 13 total Star Trek films to discuss. It all begins here. And I think they did a tremendous job of it. Make sure you guys get out there on social media. Get those hashtags trending for me. Hashtag Casa D18 Studios. Hashtag Renegades Reviews. Hashtag Renegade Returns. And of course, the ever popular hashtag shenanigans. Merchandising. Merchandising? What's that? Merchandising. Come, I'll show you. Merchandising, merchandising, where the real money's made. Make sure you get out there. Do what that commercial just told you. Go to teespring.com slash stores slash Jeff Meacham Network for all your official merchandise from the Casa D18 Studios Brotherhood. Get you your Renegade J.J. Williams shirt, your Stat Boy Sports Bar shirt, Dad's Not Always on Wrestling, hashtag Stat Boy Approved, hashtag Shenanigans. Get you your official merchandise for the Jeff Meacham Network. Three different designs of the Jeff Meacham Network logo for you to choose from. We've got Meachamania, Talk Wrestling, and so much more. Get out there. Support, support, support. Tomorrow, right back here on the Casa D18 Studios channel, make sure you tune in and join me 
for another brand new installment of Renegades Reviews when I tackle what many feel is probably the best Star Trek motion picture. Star Trek II, The Wrath of Khan. You're not going to want to miss out tomorrow, right back here on the Casa D18 Studios channel when I discuss the sequel to this film. Thank you guys for tuning in and joining me. All you guys that have been watching the live stream, leaving your comments over here. Thank you guys so much. I greatly appreciate it. All you guys that watch on demand, leaving your comments down here. Once again, thank you so much. I greatly appreciate each and every one of you guys. Thank you for tuning in. I will see you guys tomorrow. Live long and prosper.